Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and I want to welcome you to an interview with Nadine Hayes. She has 28 years in experience in the financial industry. And Nadine, I just want to thank you for joining me today. Hello, Delmer, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to share some information with you and your listeners today. And in today's world, there are so many ways that people can be defrauded out of their money, even their bank accounts. Can you tell us some of the mo the some of the deceptions that are seen the most? Absolutely. So uh, there's there's four main uh, tactics that I want to discuss today. Uh, the first three um, that I'm going to talk about are real broad uh, scams um, that include a lot of different scenarios. We take hours to talk about each and every scenario, so I'm just going to kind of go through these first three in broad terms. Uh, phishing is a fraudulent tactic of someone sending emails to induce people to reveal their personal info. One example of this might be getting an email that looks like it's coming from Amazon, saying that your Amazon account is suspended. And there's hundreds of other examples of that. Uh, fish, uh, excuse me, vishing is the fraudulent tactic of someone making phone calls or leaving voice messages purporting to be from a reputable company. One example of this might be getting a phone call saying that there's a warrant out for your arrest and directing you to go and get a cashier's check uh, to pay for that fine or a gift card to pay for that fine. And, um, of course, that's, that's totally not the way that's done, so <laughs> it's obviously a scam. Um, again, there are hundreds of different ways that uh, wishing occurs. And then the third one is mission, and that is the fraudulent uh, tactic of sending a text to induce people to reveal personal information. And one example of that could be giving a text um, saying that there's a free offer for a product, and typically there's a link embedded in that text that you need to click on in order to go through with that, which you never want to do. Well, uh, so fourth, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> the fourth tactic that I wanted to talk about um, briefly is a new, a newer scam. Um, it's called a business email compromise, and the FBI considers it one of the most financially damaging online crimes right now, and it's one of the fastest growing online crimes right now. And this one is so dangerous um, because the emails will look so incredibly real that it's coming from a legitimate company and maybe even from a person that you dealt with in the past. Um, this, this scam is not a quick hit. The, the, the people that are, are supporting these scams are in it for the long game. And your first email 
they're going to just gain your trust. They're going to be, they're going to pretend to be a trusted and known um, acquaintance or business person. And this does affect both businesses and consumers. Um, the main thing to look at on, on these, um, well, on any email you get these days, look at the email address. Make sure that the name is spelled correctly and that all the I's are dotted and T's crossed and all of the punctuation is in the right place. Um, the, the errors on these are very, very subtle. So you really need to scrutinize the email address, first of all, and then scan the body of the email for things like poor grammar or suspicious attachments or um, talking about a product or a service that you've never engaged in before. Um, so that, that, <clears throat> that's one of the newest ones. And um, like I said, it's so dangerous because it looks so real. Well, uh, is there any um, age group that is more vulnerable to uh, being defrauded than other age groups? Not really. Um, everybody is really um, vulnerable these days with all of the um, social media sites, um, all of the online transactions and correspondence we engage in in this day and age. Really everyone of all age groups and also groups being just regular consumers or business people or business owners. Um, I don't really see any one age group that is sequestered and really preyed upon more than another these days. It's kind of equal, unfortunately, across the board. Well, uh, let's just say for, um, you know, online purchase and you realize that you have made a mistake that you, uh, the, the people that you were purchasing from are not quite what they seem to be. And you, uh, decide you want, um, to cancel that and get your money back. Is that possible? Yes, it is. And, um, especially if you're using any type of a Visa or MasterCard uh, for that purchase, um, your, your chances are much better at getting your, your money back. Uh, it's all, you could also, you know, get your money back um, if you've used a checking account number most of the time as well. Um, the most important thing is the moment that you realize that something is wrong, um, or the moment that you see uh, something on one of your accounts that you did not engage in, you need to immediately call your credit card provider or your banking institution well, and let, let them know what's going on. Because the longer you wait, the more difficult that could become to get your money back. Um, and just real quick, I was just going to say, um, there are a few transactions that you do that you have pretty much no chance of getting your money back, and that would be purchasing gift cards, um, doing a fraudulent transaction with a cashier's check, or sending a wire. 
it's very difficult with those circumstances to get your money back. Yeah. Is there, uh, what are some of the best ways to protect yourself from being, uh, from identity theft or being defrauded? Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of these seem like common sense, but, um, <laughs> we see it happen over and over. Um, first and foremost, no government or state agency is going to call you, email you or test you. Um, you're going to get an old-fashioned letter through the U.S. mail. However, I will say that even that has, um, there's been some fraud through the U.S. mail as well with letters um, going out to people, you know, threatening or saying that you owe money or your Social Security check is going to be stopped or whatever. Um, Just remember, if you get a letter from one of those agencies, the IRS, the Social Security, et cetera, um, you know, just don't call. If there's a number in the letter, do not call that number. Go go find the actual phone number for that agency, at, you know, whether it be on the phone book or, you know, you Google the white pages or whatever, um, and call a reputable phone number. Um Another thing is banks, credit cards, um, they won't call you up and ask you for PIN numbers, passwords, or any of your information. If they're calling you and you're a customer there, they already have your information. Now, I will say with a caveat on that, if you have signed up for text or email alerts with your bank or credit card, um, you may get an alert about a suspicious transaction, but they won't ask you to engage by email or text. They will ask you to call. And again, make sure you're calling the phone number on the back of your credit card to make sure that it's the real number um, or call your bank. Hopefully you have that phone number somewhere. And um, a couple of other things is You know, keep in mind that all the information that we share on social media sites uh, sometimes can also be the same information that you're using for security questions on your most protected um, items like banks and credit cards. So just keep in mind when you're setting up passwords for investment companies, um, banks, credit cards, you know, what information have you shared on social media? Does everybody out there know the name of your dog? Does everybody out there know what school you went to? I mean, those are kind of popular um, security questions. So don't, don't use security questions of information that you've shared on social media. And if you've already set up your security questions, keep that in mind when you're updating your profiles on social media. Don't use that information. Uh, that just makes it so much easier for those thieves out there to um, get into your your accounts. Um, if someone calls you or someone emails you or texts you, um, you know, what what is the sense of urgency that they're, is it something that they're wanting you to do right now so you don't have time to stop and think about it? If so, you need to stop right there because that's a big red flag. Um, 
you know, just, you know, just, just think about what you're doing. Does this make sense? Have I been in contact with these people before? Um, just always stand back, take a breath, and think about what you're doing before you before you um, engage. Well, that's that's a. Uh, I guess that's probably one of the main things is. Uh, when somebody wants you to do something right away, uh, like you say, step back, take a look at it, and find out for sure who you're dealing with. And Nadine, I just want to really uh, thank you. I, it's been an honor uh, for joining me today and talking about, uh, which I hope it gives people some tips and helps them prevent from uh, maybe being defrauded out of their money. And uh, I just thank you for uh, your information. Well, thank you, and I hope that I hope that helps someone out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you again. Mm-hmm. Take care.